Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, sure. Whatever day of the week this is. Happy Thursday. Happy Friday. Happy whatever day you're listening to this on. It could be a morning. It could be an evening. I listen to, listen to some whistling. Whistling? <laughs> uh, that's me doing my check of. Ah, you're really biting into those W's. Nuclear vessels. 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 Anyway. That's a some podcast. I'm like, hey, thanks for listening. Like, if you're on, like, the road or in the shower and every time, and I just, it's always weird when people are like, hey, if you're listening in the shower, I'm like, what a weird thing to say. Now, I've never really ever thought of anyone listening to us in the shower, but now that you've brought that as a possibility, I shudder to think. Sometimes I, I'll bring a speaker in, but it has to be, like, on a day where I'm awake. Oh, I listen it, to music in the shower. It can't be, like, an early morning thing. It has to be, like, a Saturday or a Sunday thing where I'm up a little bit later. Wow. I don't have to tell you. Yeah, that's fair. Just early in the morning. I, I'm yeah, early in the up. morning, it's not. Yeah, but like if I'm taking a shower at a different time of day. Yeah. Excuse me. No time for yawning because it's time for a show. Because we boys, there. Heck yeah. There's a lot of show today. I like it. Let's go. I'm ready to. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> well, that's that's how, after the thunderstorms came through and not a tornado because that was a yeah. threat today. But we got all kinds of stuff. We got a ton of news. We got what if. We got sports. We got this week in video game history. My God, there was a lot. I had to trim it down, and I still even might trim it down more. Uh, trim, trim, trim. Uh, because Spider-Man, one of the homes is coming up. We're looking at Spider-Man one more day and your questions. One day more. Great. From Les Mis. Yeah. That... I sing it better than, uh, what the hell's his name? No, no. I'm going to let you struggle. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, It's not Hugh Jackman. It is Russell Crowe. He's, he might be worse of a singer than I am. No. Fine. <laughs> I accept this as reality. I don't like they miss. It's neither here nor there. We're going to get straight into, let's just do what if. We just watched it. What up, what if? We flip these segments sometimes. Uh-huh. This could be a fresher review. We literally just watched it and walked downstairs. This time, what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark? He didn't really. Just made him a worse guy. Yeah, and then he killed him. <laughs> what if I was worse and I killed Rhodey? Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, I mean, Killmonger lives up to his name in this episode. He kills everyone. There's all kinds of uh, strange oddities, because we go back to 2008 with Iron Man. And we open up with that same familiar shot, but this time it's just a desert. I'm like, where's my ACDC? There was no ACDC. There was not. No, none. And then there was no MySpace reference. Truly, Tom is upset. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. That's so dated now that Iron Man opens with a MySpace joke. These, these better not end up on your MySpace page yes just finishing it and then this time they're like nah we're just gonna skip it no myspace references no, for us no can't believe myspace is a dated thing yeah i mean i don't even fully remember what myspace was there for struggling musicians you had like your top eight friends and you were really cool if you could figure out how to do some basic html to cause flashing things on your page and great yeah that was pretty much the extent of I myspace i fully don't remember what it was there for but I know it was there. It was for those of us who didn't go to a college where you could be on Facebook initially. I remember when MySpace, boy, this is a tangent. When MySpace came out, um, it wasn't available to everyone yet. And uh, you could only get into it if you weren't in college by invite and like a couple of girls, obviously. You meant Facebook? No, MySpace. I could get into my, I never had a problem getting into MySpace. Well, you were, 
in college probably when it kind of came out but when i was in high school like you could only get it like by invite like special invite and i remember a couple of girls had it, it was like whoa what is this this ability to look and meet people and interact in a digital environment this ability to to not have to interact with look real at people's human. photos yeah look at you we're like oh i don't have to interact with real humans oh joyous day but beyond that, I do enjoy Michael B. Jordan. I do not enjoy whoever is doing a mediocre Robert Downey Jr. Also, a, kind of a mediocre um, Jeff Bridges, too. Yeah, there was that as well. It's like all the original Iron Man cast is But just we got gone. Don Cheadle. Yeah, instead of Terrence Howard. <laughs> so what if Terrence Howard never played Rhodey? It would be hilarious if they got Terrence Howard back for it. That would have been fantastic. That's one hundred percent what they should have done. I would have. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Just to try and keep that continuity of no continuity. Uh, one of the lines that I did like, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'm sorry, Killmonger mentions that he's an anime fan, and Michael B. Jordan is a uh, rather famous anime fan. Yes. So some, you know, real life crossing over into there. That's some anime. The anime drop. The Iron Drones or whatever they are. I don't know. This one's okay. A trailer was also released yesterday that shows like we are going to be getting some crossover with some of these things. Like we're going to see like an Avengers style thing with like Captain Carter and a few others. Yeah, I feel like it's all going to build up to something like that. Well, I didn't have you watch it because it was only really for that one shot. Oh, yes. They do the Avengers spinny shot and it's with a bunch of these what if characters. Oh, I saw that trailer. Okay, then there you go. I don't know. It's fine. I enjoy seeing more Michael B. Jordan. But beyond that, this one was kind of not as, I don't know. I think what I've learned about these is I like them to be extreme and silly. Yes. This one was kind of like, eh. It wasn't well, it great. Was just, it was just, it's fine and it's good. It's just more of the. Not my favorite one. It's a sidestep versus a full-blown ridiculous concept. Yes. And I think I have enjoyed the larger concepts compared to the. Like the zombie one. Yeah. I'm even warming up to that Doctor Strange one. I have a pointy beard. Yeah, that shows you I'm evil. Yeah, it's a real Star Trek Mirror Universe thing. Mm. I don't know, good enough, I guess. I I mean, still enjoying the show. Yeah. But definitely not that Iron Man actor voice. I can hear where he's like trying. He's trying, but he's not like succeeding. I can totally hear where he's hitting like certain like tones of He's downing. hitting certain inflections. It's like yeah. there's a, almost like a high pitch quality to the voice that he's hitting. Like the he, upper register, he is hitting kind of well. Not pulling off the sharp wit like like yeah. Robert Downey Jr. does, but that's being nitpicky, I suppose. What if Killmonger was yeah, just killing and yeah. mongering? What if Killmonger was really bad? And he, well, he is. I mean, still more Chadwick Boseman. We we'll get Angela Bassett in there. Mm. All kinds of good stuff. What are those? Mm. That was dated immediately. Yes, immediately. Oh, without a doubt. I guess that's it. That's what if. It's fine. Yes. But again, a show that if it had come out like 10 years ago, it would have been like, holy shit. But times have changed. So we're going to move on from there to uh, basically nothing but trailers. It's time for the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. What is that face? I'm excited for the trailers. It's all trailers. All trailers all the time. I almost feel like we should just deal with the stuff that isn't trailers. Well, no. Because I got three stories, and one of them is just a quick review of a thing I watched. All right, do the quick review of a thing you watched. Why the Last Man, one of my all-time favorite comics. I didn't catch this fully when it was like brand new, new. I bought like one graphic novel, then I had to buy the next one, then I had to buy the next one. I was literally like making like these insane yeah. like drives to try and find more of them because it was just so good and so addictive, and I loved it so much. And then 
there was talk of movies. It was going to be like Shia LaBeouf. There was going to be a trilogy. And then there was going to be a TV show. And like a pilot was shot and it got canned. And then it's just gone through like development in hell for basically 15 years. And it finally came out on Hulu this week. Three episodes dropped. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I watched one of them. Okay, so it tells me thumbs I down. I shan't be returning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, my God. But he said three episodes dropped. I watched one. Oh, wow. I hated it. Was it a bigger <laughs> letdown than Dark Tower was for you? I was more invested. Yes, it was. No, it's not. Dark Tower is the biggest letdown, and it's okay. going to be hard to top that because Dark Tower was... It went through a similar path of Why the Last Man, but it was um, worse. Oh, boy, though. The, I mean, the, there's a lot of changes, and I can deal with, like, you don't need to show me, like, shot for shot, depending on, like, what your version of an adaptation is. If you're going for a shot for shot thing, that can be okay, too. Like, it depends on how you're taking it. Adaptation is a difficult thing. But they make a lot of weird changes, and they make the characters way more unlikable, and there's just big conceits that go into the book that, like, the story just changes for reasons I don't understand. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I, uh, I'm not going back. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a bummer, because I really wanted to enjoy this. And even I was like, well, maybe I'll give it a second episode a chance. And I was like, why? I hated this. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm, it's going to get so much I mean, better within two episodes. You, you might be able to, but who knows? I don't know. There's, there's, too, there's so much content out right now. There's not time to, like, di- like you don't get those chances to grow. Like, no, I didn't like it. I watched it. It was bad. So there's Why the Last Man. So why not watch it? Um, because it's not good? Go read the comics. They're some of my favorite comics of all time. All right. No wonderful, idea. wonderful stuff. Want to hear some uh, talk in the auction world? Sold. Oh, something sold. Oh, really? A, there's a new number one in town. A new number one highest selling comic of all time. Is it a Marvel or DC comic? It's a Marvel comic. Does it have to do... Which is a little bit of a surprise. Does it have to do with the Fantastic Four? No. Spider-Man? Yes. Is it the first appearance of Spider-Man? Yeah, Amazing Fantasy 15. A 9-6 sold. There are four of these um, in existence that are known. That are 9-6 or higher? 9-6 is the highest it goes. There are four of them in total. Why does it, why does it go only to 9-6? Why does it go to 10? It does go to 10, but these are just a 9-6. Oh, so this is, these are the best copies of it known? Yes. There are four of them. One okay. of them sold last week. I'm going to guess over a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Over five million? No, not that high. One, uh, <laughs> how about 2.3 million? It's 3.6. That was but, not a bad guess. Not, yeah, well, 3.6 is still insane. It's the highest of all time. Considering it was, what, like a 25-cent investment back in the day? I think 10. <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a return on investment. Yeah, 3.6 million. That is the new highest selling comic of all time for something that's going to be in a hermetically sealed plastic case with a 9.6 grade on it that you won't be able to read or enjoy you just have it hermetically sealed is um a more than generous term <laughs> encased yeah. is way more accurate locked into this plastic casing for all time i mean you know what what was wrong with it that's only a nine six i say only so you're saying what's the equivalent of something that looks brand new? What's wrong with it? Something from like 1961. And you're like, why does it only look like it's brand new? That's a good point. Somebody had to have the the wherewithal to like take good care of it. I don't even know what the story behind some of that stuff is. Like, how do you get something that old that looks that good? How do you like accident? Probably like it was just stuck in a drawer. Could be stuck in a drawer. Maybe there's a crease on a page. Well, no, a crease would probably definitely not crease let. would. No, I mean. It, if you're talking in nine six, you're talking like one or two like minor dings. 
Yeah, or like maybe like there's a like a little offset in the color of the printing. That doesn't affect uh, grading. Doesn't? No. Oh. It doesn't have to be like perfectly cut or anything. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe there's a little rust on one of the staples. Actually, I probably just one of the corners is like slightly bent. Wow. Or creased, or maybe there's like one tick mark on it or something. You imagine being the person that's in charge of grading that, like it shows up and you're at your workstation and you have to do it, and you like you spill some coffee on it. Oops. I have seen some stuff that got fucked up by grading. It's like they stick it to the case, like a corner totally gets crumpled. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not that anymore now, is it? Well, you done messed up. But no, it's done by uh, a team of people, at least three people. Wow. Yeah, three point six million. Um, that's uh, too much money. It's too much money for a comic. That's a lot of money for a comic. Yeah. Other news before we just get into its trailers all the time. Mirage Comics has officially closed. I saw your tweet about that. Yeah, I deleted it because I was just pissy. You were very, very salt. You were very angsty, <laughs> salty teenager on that. You're right. So yeah, Ninja Turtles: The Original Series is officially dead. It was when the company was sold in 2009. Co-creator Peter Laird retained the right to produce 18 issues a year if he wanted. Since 2009, um, he did two. Wow. So less than 18 a year. So what was the impotence for this? Like, it's been wrapping up kind of consistently. And he said in the past, like, you know, maybe I would need like six or seven issues left to wrap up the entire story. Yeah, that ain't happening. It's dead. It's fully so dead. You'll, you'll never, ever know. So a story that started in 1984 is fully just dead. Well, 36 years, 37 years, not a terrible run. But still, he was so close. It was so close to being done. Like, what was left to be wrapped up in the story for the end? How is Splinter still alive? What's Leonardo doing in that other dimension? How does Donatello grow to full size from being in a robot body? Raphael's back from that dinosaur form, but what's Michelangelo doing in space with his pregnant Triceratops girlfriend? What? Well, that's a lot of things that need to be solved. How is April dealing with the fact that she was originated from a drawing? Did Casey cheat on her with Karai? A lot. A lot had to be wrapped up. Well, maybe they're just looking like, we'll never wrap this up in time, so. Yeah, so uh, the story's dead. We'll never know. <laughs> Write some fan fiction. <laughs> so, so quite a bit had to be wrapped up, and it's just never going to happen now, so that's a bummer. Personal bummer, but whatever. All right, trailer time. Let's do the trailer that you didn't watch because you don't really need to watch it. Okay. Gotham Underworld, the Batman podcast trailer, was dropped. It's being done by HBO Max. Starring Jeffrey Wright, Commissioner Gordon, or Uwatu the Watcher in What If as Batman. And do you want to know what... Felix Leiter. Also that. Do you want to know what you can download this podcast on? All your favorite podcasting platforms? No, fucking nothing. You can just stream it through HBO Max. Oh, okay. What? So it's not really a podcast, it's a it is a talk show. <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm just going to be put it on a tab of my computer at work and listen to it there. So it's pretty much a talk show. It's technically like it's a pod like an audio drama, but you can only stream it through HBO Max. I'm like, are they going to put like images up in the No, no, I think it's just it's just straight audio that you listen to through HBO Max. That's so weird. Yeah. Like I mean, I'll just do it at work. I'll just throw oh, it into okay. a, well, that's fine. a tab that I I'll hide in the background. I mean, if they want to have it behind a paywall, I guess that's the way to do it. Just bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Also, that probably means I can't speed up how quickly I listen to things, because I listen to all podcasts at one and a half times speed. Uh, well, now you can't do that. I know. It pisses me off. I'm sorry. But visual trailers, as soon as we ended last week, it was Star Trek Day last week. It was. And I went... It's weird. Yeah, thank you. You're yes, welcome. Live long and prosper. Damn straight. 
I thought it's kind of weird that like it's Star Trek Day and nothing is dropped for Star Trek. And then it all. And then ten minutes after we <laughs> ended, like everything dropped. I only watched the Picard trailer. You know, disclosure from the Star That's Trek fine. stuff. There's a couple other things. Yes. Um, Star Trek Prodigy, the new animated series that's aimed at children that has shut up wesley Catherine janeway in it shut up wesley so still has nothing to do with this show is the traveler gonna show up and take another child no it's a bunch of kids that steal a star trip star trip starship and janeway's like hey stop stealing that starship i oh it's kind of like the I kids to, in their their um, i went to the delta quadrant once it's like the kids in their devious licks that they're doing now great so one of a couple of them i saw today i was shown a compilation of them because i was trying to deep you know uh, dive and dig into and develop an understanding of why one of them shows a kid stealing a bus like driving a, a student driving a bus like devious lick hmm. who would do that oh that's right you did that once what you before tiktok <laughs> yeah but would you have been foolish enough to put it on social media yeah that age uh, probably um <laughs> unrelated to anything okay that's true <laughs> you did you did uh comment- no i didn't do anything allegedly you commandeered a bus once i did not Oh, that's what they get for leaving the keys in it. How yeah. hard is it to drive a school bus? Not hard. It's an automatic. <laughs> well, no, but like the, 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 the length of it. Oh, long. Something you're not used to. Allegedly. <laughs> I've heard that about you, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anywho. So, yeah, the Star Trek Prodigy dropped. Uh, Star Trek Brave New Worlds which is the Captain Pike show, they did drop that there's a couple extra characters in that show from what we've seen before on Discovery. There's going to be a new Lieutenant Uhura. Ah. Bringing that in. We're going to get more Christine Chapel. Ah. That was the nurse. Yes. That was like almost a main character, but not quite. <laughs> nurse. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Get over here. Mary Jean Roddenberry. All right. Now go do everything in every other Star Trek ever. Go be the voice of the computer. Yeah. And Troy's mommy. True. She was both of those things. And a few other... Uh, and the last time on Star Trek The Next Generation, she was also that voice. Yeah. This is a terrible impression. Well, I'm I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that was neat. And Star Trek Discovery is back in November. Love that show. Can't wait. You're so far behind on Star Trek. I am, really. You call yourself a fan. I just, I love the classics. By the classics, Here's I just the mean the stuff. generation. I know. I should dive into the new stuff. I like Picard a lot. Except that one episode where he did a weird French impression and had an eye patch. Yes, at the weird <laughs> wannabe cantina bar. Yeah. Beyond that, I enjoyed it. Um, telling you, man, Lower Decks, that that show is so good. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Doesn't like You've watched Star Trek, so you'd get like the joke. If you haven't watched Star Trek, it doesn't care about you. It so doesn't no. care about you. And then, of course, Star Trek Picard got a new trailer. More Q, more Q, more Q. We didn't get more Q. We're definitely getting Star Trek Voyage Home is what we're getting here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we're like, hey, do you remember all the things you love? Do you love Q? Do you love going back to the year 2019 as every story has to be told now because no one wants to deal with the pandemic? Mm, true. That's my new favorite story. I hope we get a scene. Everything goes to 2019. <laughs> I hope we get a scene in which they're crossing traffic and someone does a double dumbass on you. Or someone with a loud boombox. <laughs> yeah, just get Vulcan nerve pinched. But how, I mean, seriously, one of the funniest lines. That's how they talk here in the in the past. Dumbass. Yeah, well, double dumbass on you. It's so bad, but it is, it's, it's so it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about the just like going back to modern times. I don't really care about that. Like sometimes it works well. Like Star Trek 4 worked or um, 
what was that really good one from the first season where it's like city on the edge of tomorrow or something where like yeah. Kirk's girlfriend has to get run over. Yes. That's a great episode. Probably the best. I don't know if I even got the title right. <laughs> well, it sounds like an original series title. No, don't run over my like, girlfriend. Oops, they ran over my girlfriend. Well, there were only, what, two ser- two seasons to pick from? Three. Three, whatever. Two and a half. No one loves the third one. Fucking Spock's brain. <sighs> Tribbles. That was the second season. Yes, it was. The fight with the Klingons on the space day, on the star base. I don't know. So I don't love the idea of going back to like the modern day because it's been kind of done and done well already. I'd rather see new stuff, but at the same time, you're giving me John Delancey's Q. We're going to get the Borg Queen. We're going to get Whoopi Goldberg at some point. We're going to time travel. The trial is never over, Jean-Luc. I did love, like, what's the last thing I s- I can't do a Q voice. Yeah. What's, what's the last thing I said to you, Jean-Luc? The, the trial tri- never ends. Red alert. Um, <laughs> I'm too old for your bullshit. That was also good, yes. I Whatever. Uh, I don't know. It'll be, I think I'm it'll all be about fun. this. I can't wait for it. It will be fun. Happy birthday to me. Also, I would say um, one of the best original series episodes was the Deep Space Nine one in which they went back in time, and Worf addresses the fact that Klingons look differently. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Yes. <laughs> That is great. I do love that episode. They man, they spliced that so well. Yeah, so good. Whatever. Yeah, Picard season two. A lot of people were kind of didn't seem to like the first season, and to that I say, poo poo. You're not driving the nostalgia train as much as I am because I am all about that shit. Do we think Q at maybe at the end of this, like he he could have turned Data into a human, like sees that Picard's in a fake body and snaps no, his fingers we and got human, whatever. Another soon. Oh, by the way, there's another soon in uh, Brave New World as well. Or so, yeah. yeah. Now we already got Data as a soon walking around. I don't know if he's going to be in the series at all. I don't know if any of them are going to be. I think they're going to kind of hide that if they will. But I kind of want the rest of them. Yeah, spring. I want Jordy. I basically want everyone but Wesley because that seems too complicated. Yes. So who's more powerful, Q or the Traveler? What do you? What have you been doing? Yeah. What? You would have to become kind of some omnipotent being. And yet here you are at Riker's wedding in full dress uniform. Are you going to bring that virtual reality machine back with you? We don't want that. It's such a boring game. Put this ball in a hole. With these worm-like things. That... Yeah. Whatever. I'm all for P- Picard season two. More trailers. The Matrix. The Matrix resurrection? It's, it's here, baby. Yeah. So. Ready for the Matrix again? Very interesting what's going to be happening here. I don't know. Is it? Because it looks the same. You know, it's John Wick and the Matrix and the same thing, I think, is pretty much what we got. I saw a theory. You get some Jonathan Groff, though. You as a Hamilton fan will enjoy that. (laughs) There's one thing. uh, I saw a theory floating around that um, in this world, Keanu Reeves is a guy who made a Matrix movie. And so whenever like there was a movie that happened of the Matrix in this new Matrix so whenever he says anything about the Matrix, they're like, "Yeah, it's just that movie. It's like that, like a movie within a movie kind of idea." I don't know if that's accurate, but I, I would totally buy that for it to get like real meta. If like, are we just all part of a simulation? They're like, "No, that's just a movie you made, you silly man." A movie of a simulation. Yeah, I think it's interesting the emphasis on the blue pills, though. I was looking at a still of, um, and I'm sure it's intended this way. I was looking at every single item of clothes Neil Patrick Harris is wearing, and I hate every single one of them. Like you, douchebag. <laughs> Which I'm sure he's, I mean, he's supposed to be kind of douchey. I don't know. I It's very interesting because it looks like, here's my kind of theory behind it is like, remember the architect, him. Oh, I remember him. Mr. Exposition himself said like that. Ergo. 
Yes. Every uh, there was always a singularity. There was always an aberration in the program. The one, and maybe like this time, like you know, oh, we think we have peace within the matrix, but here comes the one again. And in order to maintain the peace, the matrix is like, oh, we've got to like give him, we got to force him to have blue pills so he doesn't. Yeah, something about that that never like made sense, kind of retroactively. It's like, oh, we've always been aware of the one, and it just looked like Neo every single time. Yeah. But then when he shows up in the first movie, they seem very surprised by it. That's a very good point. It doesn't really. So I feel like this time they were just like, yeah, we know who it is. Let's just try and deal and with it this, ahead of time. Is this young Morpheus? Maybe. I've also seen theories floating around that this is a descendant. Also, like clearly, lots of also, like, it's definitely like a some kind of Morpheus. Yeah, clearly there's some deja vu because you're getting a lot of the different like. Have I seen you before? Yeah, the shot that kind of, there's a couple of shots that I found interesting. There's like we get um, both Neo and Trinity waking up in their little pods, but the shot of Trinity where there's like um, she's kind of screaming. It kind of makes like six Trinities. I'm like, hmm, what's happening here? That was the shot that kind did of did he get reintegrated the into the Matrix when he died? Yeah, unknowingly. well, did he die? We don't know. It's a good point. He just had a messed up face, and they said, "Well, we're gonna pull you away, Jesus style." Like, didn't he like his eyes got burned by radiation or something? Right? Like, no, they s- stuck a a sparky cable in his face. Oh, that'll do that too. Yeah, big old spark cable. I've you know, clearly you need to. It's gonna require you to do a rewatch because I think it's gonna be a lot of. If you haven't watched The Matrix before, we don't give a shit. I don't know. I f- there's so much similar imagery in there. My fear is that it's going to be just a big old retread. I did like the use of the song White Rabbit, though. You don't yeah. like that song? Not really, because it was just cutting to s- stuff. Like, I don't mind cutting to a song, but it was like, oh, man, look at like some of his real-life silliness. Like, maybe he's a little bit high. Maybe he has a duck on his head. And just some of the dumber shots in there, I was just kind of rolling my eyes at. No, but I thought it was a good good use of the song going down the rabbit hole it's a call back to the first yeah, matrix do you want to see I'm, how far down yeah, the rabbit hole yeah i'm aware yeah the pills and you know feed your brain that's what the dormouse says look he's sitting in a bath with a duck on his head Woo. i don't know my fear is I mean, it's gonna be as a, one has want to do in a bubble bath i'm afraid it's gonna be a, a bit of a retread but at the same time i love that first movie so i want this to be good yeah hopefully it is it's john wick in the matrix that's what it's gonna be Hawkeye had a trailer. Hawkeye had its first trailer. Yes, it did. I guess I'm all for Die Hard, but you're Hawkeye. That's pretty much what it is. But is it a Christmas show? Shut up. Shut up already. Me? Yeah, probably you. Uh, well, it says Christmas right in the tagline. Christmas always comes with a bow. Unlike the James Bond line you hate. Yes, it, who doesn't hate that line? <laughs> the person who wrote it thinking they were clever. <laughs> God, it's awful. People who like dad jokes. Yeah, um, it looks enjoyable enough. I mean, mostly I'm interested in Rogers the Musical. That'll be yes. <laughs> which is just a Hamilton joke. Yeah, because it's at the Rogers Theater. I don't know what theater it's at. I also don't feel like you know your Broadway theaters. Also, Hamilton just opened again the other night. Yeah, because I mean, it's staged very similar to Hamilton. And uh, my favorite, I saw Lin-Manuel Miranda tweet, there's a gif of, you know, Rogers the musical, and then he responded with a gif of Captain America going, I understood that reference. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic tweet. Uh, let's see. Hamilton is in what theater? Have you ever been to a Broadway show? Yes, I have. I've saw I saw Les Mis on Broadway. Boo. And I saw Phantom of the Opera in the West End of London. Boo. What? Those are two quality shows. Boo, boo to Whatever. Boo. Oh, the Richard Rogers Theater. I was I was off. 
Yeah, I, it looks like it's, I mean, it's no surprise they're going off of the Matt Fraction run, which if we have time in November, we will deal with. I don't know how cramped November looks because October is nothing but horror stuff. And then November, I don't know, I think James Bond is coming out or something. <laughs> and then who knows what else? Yes. In, in the Eternals. It's a cramped month. It's a cramped rest of the year. Lots of stuff happening. So much stuff happening. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It's a good time. I don't know. I don't personally care about Hawkeye or Jeremy Renner, but the Hawkeye run is very good. So, yeah, screw it. Why not? Be good. Be good if you can be good. Yeah, don't suck. We're going to get Florence Pugh in there trying to hunt him at some point. Pew Pew. The idea of uh, the Ronan character coming back. Like, remember that time I murdered a bunch of people? Yeah. Um, oh, they didn't love that. It's catching up with me now. I still have the sleeve tattoo, though, so that's unfortunate. That is a good point. But my hair no longer looks like a skunk tail. Also a good point. It's not like some <laughs> weird, better. not sh- some sort of shitty quaff on his head. That will do it for the news. That's Hawkeye. It'll be fine, probably. All right. <laughs> um, let's move on from there to this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. Did you know that every video game ever came out this week? Uh, okay. <laughs> Fun facts. There we go. Yeah, moving on. All right. But in all seriousness, in 1983, this is a biggie. Oh, that'd be Super Mario Brothers. I knew that one. How? It was. A, it popped up on my Twitter today. Yes. Uh, well, not. Ju- it's not just Super Mario Brothers. Let's get a little more specific. Oh, on the Famicom. No. Oh. Super Mario Brothers: The Arcade Game was released in Japan this week in oh. 1983, which is our precursor to basically everything else. Okay, but the Famicom. No, I said the arcade in Japan. Whatever. Stop saying the Famicom. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so you're still wrong. Whatever. I got Mario Brothers right. In 1991, we talked about this a little bit while ago because it was released in Japan. But oh, I guess you can guess. Let's repeat repeat the same question as last time my favorite system of all time super nintendo it was it was released in the u.s with the launch title of super mario world it is indeed 1994 speaking of the arcade this violent sequel was released for the first time street fighter 2 blood 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 no street fighter isn't about blood oh it's about hadoukens oh mortal kombat 2 mortal kombat 2 was released in the arcades raiden flawless victory 1995 sony's first system was released oh playstation it was can you name any i wrote i only wrote down a few can you name any launch titles twisted metal i don't know i only wrote down three of them so if you gotta get i feel like one of the final fantasies no but how about i just do the three that i wrote down for launch titles was it was there a football one in there there was oh so like madden that was nfl 2k okay from 2k sports because it was 95 all right, I will try and work you into the silliest one All right. that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. This is a game based on a movie based on a game. The Wizard? No. <laughs> a Jumanji? No. A game based on a movie. That got turned into a game. That got turned into... But the there, movie was there, based there, on a game. Yes. There's a game, then there was a movie, then there was a game based on that movie. Ender's Game. Street Fighter, the movie, the game. Ugh. With Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, that was Raul Julia's last movie. Other ones released. Of course! Soul Calibur was released. Rayman was released. I love me some Rayman. Rayman's a great side-scroller. Rayman's a great movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. Speaking of Mortal Kombat, can you, <laughs> can you guess in 1998 what system Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat 2 were released on? A 90, in 98? In 98, what system were Mortal Kombat and Mortal 2 released on? 
is that too early for the PlayStation 2? Oh, it's far too early. Uh, Sega Sega Dreamcast? No, think way worse. Way worse? What's the worst possible thing these games could be released on? Virtual Boy. What's the second worst <laughs> thing these games could be released on? I, I don't know. The Game Boy. Oh! Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat 2 on the Game Boy. Yeah, I remember that. They were not good. No, sir. Green Monochrome. Ugh. In 2000, we've covered this in some American form, or we covered the announcement. In 2001, the GameCube was released in Japan. Yes. I still don't hate the controller. The GameCube controller is fine. Yes. But then in 2004, I don't know how it stack up now. I used to love this game. This was an Xbox exclusive. All Halo? Your cho- what? Halo. No. No. I never liked Halo. All of your choices would affect you in one way or another. If you made good decisions, you were more on the light side. If you made dark decisions, you were on the bad side. If you ate meat, you got fat. If you ate celery, you got thin. Oh, I know this move. Oh. You could kick a chicken. Shit. Then there was at least two more of these, and I don't think I ever played the third one. What was was the first letter of it? F. Is it Fallen? No. No. Fate. No, it's Fable. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I loved Fable. I played that game like three times. I I knew the game. I knew what you were talking. I could picture it. In my head. And I played Fable 2, which wasn't quite as good. It had a bunch of Firefly actors in there, and they made no qualms about just being fans of it. That's funny. And then I don't think I played the third one. Okay. But, you know, is what it is. I loved that Fable game, though. And that's it. That's it for this week in video game history. All right. You knew one of them ahead of time, and then you failed, basically, for the rest of them. Uh, oh, well. Okay, so, going from Fable to Fabled Sports franchises, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. <laughs> Fabled sports franchises. How about them Green Bay Packers? 3-38, to 38, baby. Man, they sucked ass. <laughs> they were bad. Like, Aaron Rodgers is like, nope, don't want to play football today. What's I didn't actually watch the game. My uh, We were going to watch the game. My wife was away running errands. And I was keeping an eye on the score, and then she got home. I'm like, I don't think you want to watch this. <laughs> no, you saved yourself. <laughs> we watched like the last two minutes at what, like, by the time she got home because it was being recorded, and we were just going to like watch it. But I was keeping an eye. I'm like, eh. Speaking of teams that lost. Oh, yeah, the Patriots <laughs> lost. They, um, I thought they played you know pretty well. I think the Patriots are going to be entertaining to watch week in and week out. Mac Jones played really well for his first game. Did he? I didn't see it. I was watching yeah. the score, but I didn't watch any of it. I mean, he had that weird fumble thing early in the game with Nervous, but after that, he settled down, stepped up, was really good on third down, but two uh, two turnovers on fumbles and you know penalties cost them. Every team in the division except for the Dolphins lost. So the Dolphins are in first place, believe it or not. The Patriots could have been in first place in the division, but... That's fine. Um, I saw the Giants lost. No, the Patriots have the Jets coming up. They should be able to beat the Jets. So, not those Jets. Ah, Sorry. Beat those Bernardo Jets is, Bernardo's not coming out. There will be no knife. There will be no gun. Not in America. Anyway, Officer Krupke, he's not going to be involved either. Hate to break it to you. So, no, they got the Jets coming up this week. Should be able to beat the Jets. The Browns browned again. I think it was their 16th straight season without winning on opening day. Uh, they... Coughed one up to Kansas City. AFC could be wide open in a lot of places. Um, How about them Buccaneers? Yeah, they needed to come from behind to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys look pretty impressive in that game. So, no, really uh, interesting start to the season. Tom Brady obviously looked pretty darn good for his advanced age. In fact, he didn't look that old at all. He, in fact, tweeted, I think, today, like, 
it was on it was on a podcast. There was a tweet of it, like he was talking about. I don't know all these young guys. Like gone are the days of talking about Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and um, so on and so forth. Speaking of Peyton Manning, on Monday Night Football, I highly encourage because you have the ability to do this. Next Monday night, I know you're not a huge football guy, but you like to be entertained. Well, Packers are playing on Monday, I think. Oh, if they are, you need to watch some of it on the ESPN two feed of the game. It's Peyton and Eli Manning just talking football, following the game, and just shooting the shit during the game. It was damned entertaining because you got the game on one side, you got a couple small. I'm a telemarketer telling me that uh, my car is extended warranty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't think I it's think going your, well. No, your car's your car's extended nothing really. One hundred seventy-five thousand miles, baby. All highway. So anyway, no, I highly re- I watched some of the Mannings um, Monday Night Manning. I don't know if they've really come up with a name for it yet entertaining as hell they were bringing in other like they're bringing in current football players they're bringing in former players um you know it was really really good stuff you know peyton broke some stuff down like play call like what is what is uh john gruden saying into um Derek carr right now and it was really interesting stuff i think you would be entertained and would enjoy it well we'll see what monday brings because i think the packers play mondays so there you go. Yeah, that's it for Quickie Sports Report right there because we're running along on the show. It's fine. We can take our time. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's all I really had. Baseball. Socks are kind of eh. They're fighting for that last wild card spot with the Yankees. Oof. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> somebody texted me and some friends today and said, there's a tie right now. If the season were to end, how would they break the tie? And my buddy goes, well, they would celebrate because somebody was paying attention. <laughs> Football's here, man. Like, football is in town. Like, that's all that matters. Oh, and Thurston 10. Won the opening week of my fantasy football league. Great. That's my team, Thurston 10. Did you have Thomas Brady? No, I didn't have Thomas Brady. Did you have Cam Newton? I did not have Cam Newton. Where'd he land? Nowhere yet. Oh, really? Yeah, he's still a still free agent. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Nope, Thurston 10, 1-0 on the season. I beat multiple scorgasms. Great. There you go. Basketball news. Oh, that game? Uh, there's no news. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely nothing worth talking about. Nope, not really. That I can think of, because I haven't been paying attention either, so. Well, that would help. Yeah, well, the football's on. Take your basketball and shove it, sir. Until the end of October. Well, that's fine. That gives me a month and a half to enjoy football only on the sports <laughs> report. I'll shove it down your throat. That's fine. Until... Everything. Every story. Well, fine. Whatever. Well, it's... You can do what you want to do, but until then, it's still Jared's Sports Reports, damn it. But from there, as Spider-Man home... No, no, no way, way home. home. Yeah, there you go. One of the home trilogies. Good oh, job, homie. I'm proud of you. Looks like they might be delving into a specific Spider-Man storyline ah. involving uh, people forgetting who Spider-Man is. Ah. We'll be tackling probably one of the three most hated Spider-Man stories of all time. Ah, it's Spider-Man. One more day. It's Jared's reading corner. Let me take you back. Please do. It's 2007. Oh, God. I'm graduating college. (laughs) Things were fine then. Yeah, they weren't bad. There was no pandemic. Civil War had just happened. It's true. Spider-Man has revealed himself to the world. Yeah, bad idea. He's like, hey, ever since I was 15 years old, I've been Spider-Manning all over the place. Whoop, whip, motherfucker. Yeah, guess what you just done? Put a target on your back. But then, after Civil War ends, the world knows who Peter Parker is. He puts on the black suit again. This time it's not a symbiote. It's just a black, you know, he just likes those black leggings. Mm, yes. Slides right back into him. Business casual. And there's a story 
where his villains are going to attack him. Mm, those so, assholes. So while he's all like kind of feeling dark and moody, he goes to prison. He doesn't go to prison. He goes into the prison where the kingpin is being held. They have a shirtless fight together. Oh, wow. Big old rotund man and, you know, kind of sinewy Peter Parker. And Peter beats the hell out of him. And well, goes, I mean, he is Spider-Man. Yeah. But it comes down to it's like, no one attacks me. No one attacks my family. This is all off limits because of what I just did to the kingpin. And it's amazing. I loved it. I haven't read it since it came out. So I don't know. Maybe it's not as good as I remember. But I have very good memories of reading that story. What do I feel like because he messed with the kingpin, the kingpin's like, oh, tisk tisk. Well, here's the thing is the story was definitely done with there was no intention of this one happening. This one is definitely a plan that came in from other people because ah. we have this great story where it's like settled of like why him revealing his identity is going to be like it's going to change the status quo, but it's not going to affect certain things. Great story. Totally reasonable for how it kind of wrapped up. Totally bought into it. Well, that got thrown out immediately, oh, and we were given one more day, because it is time for a big old change in Spider-Man. Writer J. Michael Straczynski, who I think is probably going to be best known for his Thor run, bringing Thor back, which is a pretty incredible run. One of the best. But he's also doing Spider-Man, and uh, it's presented to him, because it's known that he is leaving Marvel. It's like, hey, let's go out, let's do a big thing. Poof! It's going to be such a big thing that current editor-in-chief... Joe Quesada is going to draw this. We're also going to wrap up a couple of Spider-Man series, and we're just going to kind of pare things down. And boil it all into one streamlined, one-stop Spider-Man shop. Yep, it's going to go down to just being Amazing Spider-Man. And from here on out, for the foreseeable future, we're going to be releasing Amazing Spider-Man three times a month. Yes, thrice a month. And it was probably better than you think it would be, but (laughs) that's not the point. Okay. So, as I said, they're kind of like three major hated Spider-Man stories. I would say uh, the Clone Saga for going on for years and being messy and unruly, and I have certainly... (laughs) Unruly. That always makes me chuckle. I've never read all of it. I'm not going to pretend I have. I also don't have a lot of interest in it because it is such a long thing that's supposed to be terrible. Like, Why would I want to? Okay, fair. Uh, The same writer, J. Michael Straczynski, and this was been retconned up until like last week. There was a story where... So it's topical. um, there's a point in early Spider-Man, like, Stanley is still writing. Let's say it's around, like, issue 60-ish. I don't remember exactly. Gwen Stacy goes away. Like, she's um, having trouble with, like, Peter and her father. Not She's not having trouble with her father, but it's, like, this whole, like, her personal life is kind of, she's on edge. So she leaves. She goes to Europe. Ah. And she's gone for a while, and then the story comes out, and she returns years later, like, early 2000s where it turns out that when she went away norman osborne went over there and they had an affair together and she gave birth to twins ah that was retconned like a week ago (laughs) and the writer uh j michael straczynski was like yeah that's fine get rid of that um that wasn't the original plan but editorial said it should be the plan was ever to be like she was going to give birth to peter's kids but editorial wanted to change it to norman osborne so yeah great fine change it i don't care it's it's a weird story (laughs) yeah and then there's one more day four issues spanning three books two of which were the final issues of them so i kind of don't even know why it was spanning three books because a lot of times when you have like that cross-pollination like oh like we have this multi-title spanning series which makes you read the other series and then the idea is well hopefully if you picked up this issue you'll pick up the next one except for two of the series were ending yeah it was their final issue so that doesn't make any sense no no not really but i read it at the time i haven't read it since 
and I wanted to go into this with a more positive take because people to this day, this came out like 2007, have not shut up about it since. And it's one of those things. It's just like, stop harassing the creators online. This is such an old thing at this point. So I wanted to go into it with more positive eyes. And I, I'm not walking out. Well, we'll see how I walk away. But I wanted to go into it with an open kind of attitude. Did you maintain that open attitude? Mm, I didn't for one issue. There you go. <laughs> much uh, much like the, the last man. But with all of that background being said, what did you think of the story? Slash what was the story? Uh, well, so Aunt May got shot and she's pretty much going to die. Like, Whoops a doodle. She's, she's, on the, she's on death's door and Peter's blaming you know everybody but him. Typical Peter. He's blaming himself plenty. He's like, well, this is my fault if I had not come out. But then I was really forced into it by Tony Stark, that a-hole. And the doctor is pretty much like, well, listen, I know who you are. And you you know, you know, did me a solid back in the day and didn't realize it. He just it. didn't do him a solid. He saved his uncle. Yeah. And that's a Peter Parker soft spot. Yeah. Uncles. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Yes. Thank Rice. You. Uncle. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think it has anything to do with Rice. No, but there's a meme about it. Anyway, there's a meme for everything. It's like the new Rule 42 of the internet. If it exists, there's a meme of it. You're familiar with Rule 42, right? Yes. Okay, just making sure. So the doctor's like, I can do what I can, but at some point they're going to want to, because they're in there under a fake ID, fake identity. And the doctor's like, well, I can, you know, only hide her for so long, but then she's going to have to go to the charity ward. And Peter's like, well, F that. My Aunt May is not going to the charity ward. And the doctor's like, well, unless you have, like, a lot of money. And then Peter's like, I know someone with a bottomless wallet. I'm going to go see Tony Stark. Who he and Tony are on the outs because of the whole registration, superhero P- registration act. Peter switched sides and now he's a fugitive. Yeah, he's on, he's on the run. He is on the lam. And they have a fight. And at this point in time, the comics had changed to having Peter doing organic web shooters to essentially reflect the Raimi movies. Yes. And he has this moment. He goes, like, I've never, like, since it switched over, I've never been able to, like, fully unload, like, what happens if I do it? And I love that beat. That's such a good beat. It's, he, it's probably my favorite like story beat of the entire thing is him just unloading fully, and Tony is just completely encased. He spider web bukkakes him. Strung up in this alley. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it buys time for Tony and Peter to have this discussion because the repulsors are coming back online, and Tony's like, you're going to jail, and you've done enough damage and everything, and Peter's able to get up. Tony's like, well, it doesn't matter. She's going to die anyway, and you're going to jail. And also, then, we should know that Aunt May is super fucking old. Yeah, like she's, well, that's also highlighted to Peter by multiple people. Doctor Strange says it to him. Mary Jane says it to him. Tony Stark says it to him. And they're all right. Yes, they're all very right. So anyway, long story short. Tony has some conscious, like a guilt of conscience, sends Jarvis over with a $2 million check, and Jarvis is like, oh, I love her, and oh, my cousin, and I'm going to, here's $2 million. And the doctor's like, I'll gladly accept this $2 million, because she's going to be dead anyway. Yeah, we can make her cozy. So. End of issue one. End of issue fair, one. I think this one is really solid. Yeah, it's the there, next next ones that get kind of weird. There really aren't a lot of, for starting off this series, the first issue, there's really not a lot of down, um... I like Casada on the art in this. There's some kind of great moments that have stuck in my head for basically since it came out. And it it's really stands up. There's not a lot of low here. Like you get that Peter is being very pushy. He's being very insistent. He's not fully seeing like the big picture. And yeah. but you can understand why. And it, oh, this first issue works incredibly well. 
then the rest happens. Yeah. So in <laughs> issue two, the doctor's like, yeah, there's nothing I can do for her. And then Peter's like, well, I know a doctor who might be able to help. And he visits Doctor Strange, who conjures up the hands of death. And Peter's able to go back and forth, uh, go back in time. He's like, maybe I can go back and change what the moment when this happened. Doctor Strange is like, oh, no, you really can't. There are some thick things that just you can't change. You can just watch it again, so that sucks. Yeah, and you're going to be on the you know astral plane, so you're really not going to do a thing. Oh, and by the way, you know Peter gets like really almost dead during this whole thing, and then they're like these creatures that live on like the border of time and space fabric and whatever they were. They beat the shit out of Peter. And Peter's like, well, guess this didn't work. Thanks for trying, Doctor Strange. But Doctor Strange had to like go back in time and go to the Sanctum Santorum to like heal Peter, but he couldn't be seen because it would cause other problems. And I do like I mean, it's you go that Stanley thing of like everybody's comic is someone's first, but I love that Doctor Strange is like, When I was a healer, then my hands were destroyed. I'm like, Yeah, dude. Yeah, we we get it. Yeah, it's been that way since the '60s. Yes, I know. But then Doctor Strange is like, you know, why are you spending time here with me? Because your aunt is going to die. She's dying. You should she be spending is an old frail lady. Like she's, she's she lived a life. Yeah, you should be enjoying your last moments with she's her. She's not a Marissa Tomei. She's a Rosemary Harris. Yeah, like why are you why are you here? You should be with her as she's passing on. And Peter's like, well, this is stupid. So as Peter is like trying to go home, a little girl shows up. Yes. And the little girl's like, follow me, and I can help you find a man who will take care of this. And My dad is a genius, and my mom is a supermodel. Yeah. No hint who that's going to be. With red hair and green eyes. Yeah. Anyway, so Peter meets some different people on the way. He meets this fat guy who's video game designing and on a park bench, and he's like, yeah, I got picked on in high school and then decided to, you know, since the world needed heroes, I couldn't go out and get a gun like the Western. There was no place to, like. You know, explore. So I created video games, and then I need gets, escapism because you know I'm. It's literally like I'm fat and I suck. And yeah, I need Then he gets picked up by he gets picked up by a car with all this interesting tech, including a warp drive. And he's like, "Well, who are you? And what do you do?" He's like, "Oh, I'll take you where you need to go." And eventually, they met, they meet up with Mephisto. And Mephisto's like, "Oh, by the way, those people, those are alternate possible outcomes of you and your life." Oh, by the way, the guy in the car is an alcoholic. <laughs> He's he's also old and suave. He's like, hey, yes, he is. So I'm a silver fox. I'm a silver fox of a man. So Mephisto pretty much is like, so I have a deal for you and Mary Jane. You have till midnight tomorrow. I don't really want your soul straight up. I just want the echo, like a echo of what your soul could have been, because your soul will always, you'll know in your soul what could have been, and that scream of the soul will always be wonderful for me. Well, he so, specifically says, I want your marriage. Well, no, I was saying he has, they have, he has two choices. Either Aunt May or your marriage. That's your choice. I'll see you in 24 hours. And Peter's like, well, I have to talk about it with my wife. And then he cuts over to another version of Mephisto. And Mary Jane's like, well, I have to talk about it with my husband. And Mephisto is very up on himself. He's like, damn, I'm efficient. Yes. <laughs> He's getting it done. So <laughs> anyway. That. That's, that is pretty funny. It's like, I got this. This last, episode, this last issue is just like the hemming and hawing and the going back and forth. Lots of like no talk pages where they're just cuddling and crying and it just doesn't read as genuine to me. Like I know that like the whole Spider-Man story is around guilt and this guy feeling like he's never done enough. And what does what does Mary Jane really whisper to Mephisto? Is it that she's pregnant? I think so. I don't remember. Because then, like, I think that came up at some point. Something but. about a kid, like the girl, like Peter's, like, oh, okay, I see that this was me and these, but who is the girl? Oh, that's the kid you would have had with Mary Jane and. Mary Jane's like, you know, if this was meant to be, our love is stronger than him, and we'll still connect anyway. And 
Do they? Do they reconnect ever? Uh, eventually. Oh, see? So she was right. It worked out. And yeah. then and then she's like, well, fine then. You know what? I'm going to make the decision for us, Peter. Because she's all like, you know, you're going to never forgive me if your aunt dies. And it's probably true. It's just a hard conceit to like, imagine like, oh, like the like greatest connection you have in your world. You have to give up for the sake of saving someone who's like a broken hip away from death. It just, I don't buy the conceit of it. It doesn't make sense. They just wanted to break them up and like bring Peter back to kind of the status quo. Well, then do a story about divorce that actually has stakes. It would actually make him sad. Like Spider-Man is supposed to be a sad boy. Like give it something real. You could totally do a story where Mary Jane's like, I'm sick of wake staying up every night. You come home bruised. You don't really give me anything in this marriage. Like I'm moving on because it's too painful to be with you. That's a real story versus... Give me your marriage. We're going to reset the timeline because we basically in one brand new day. The thing that started after one more day starts out. It's basically just like, look at Peter making out with these chicks. Chick making out. I did like when they were like erasing the marriage and everything. Like they hit the like face it, Tiger. You just hit the jackpot. That was a cool little callback. No, then you get the party. Harry Osborne shows up and he's alive again. Yeah. Good for Harry. And he's no longer dead. Also schmoozing women. Also, I'm not up on the current Spider-Man, but apparently he, he was an AI all the time since he came back. Ah, oh, that Mephisto. What a devil. What do I know? I haven't read it. Yeah, like I said when I was walking downstairs, I'm like, this was the weirdest four-issue way to retcon everything to reset the timeline. Eh. Yeah, and I mean, even back then, I liked the idea of like characters like being together and being married, and I know there's like, the whole, like, I feel like the example people always use is like, oh, moonlighting. Moonlighting got worse like once they got together for timely reference yeah nah, i just <sighs> i'm all for them being together i'd prefer that than like peter being like i'm having some awkward dates yeah i yeah it whatever i mean maybe it's not the most uh maybe it's not the most clean way to reset things in retcon but it also wasn't the i don't know it was like i, I felt like the two middle issues which were the wrap-up of the two other series just felt like kind of placeholders i don't i don't know at the end of the day, there are some good moments in here, and but there's ultimately it's it's dumber than it is good. Yeah, I felt like it could have been accomplished quicker. I you mean, know what it was? It felt like a it, there's like some like Christmas story aspect to it slash it's a wonderful life, but it actually goes through because you get like two different versions of Peter based on what could have happened, and you know Peter's still gonna be Spider Man, but now like it gets does it get rid of civil war does it get rid of all those other things yeah. that happen like so it's one of those you kind of so it's like oh remember all that cool stuff that you liked well shit on that yeah and i mean there's like everyone forgets his identity and i've had that kind of crisis myself at times back. forget who i am well that was just identity theft oh no that's different when somebody takes it from you as opposed to you actively forgetting it yeah no that was that was a yes and moment and you went no i, I don't recall what you're talking about I just said you had an identity theft issue, and then you said, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's great. I know. I, I didn't honor verbal reality, and I'm really <laughs> sorry about that. You screwed up a yes and. That's where you're supposed to take it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you just went, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, I mean, well, that's what that's what the security analyst told me to say, is to not like talk about it, to like reopen myself to future no, no, identity you, theft. No, you've, you lost the moment. Yeah, I fucked it up. All right. <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know. The, um, you know what the sad part is? I really had to think deeply if I had had identity theft or not. Thanks. I'm going to go check my uh, banking accounts now. I wanted to go and I mean, I, I did try and go to this is more open eyes, but it's still just ultimately like so many things, like things change in comics all the time and they get reset and change. You usually have to wait a couple of years. And that's kind of what happened here as well. But at the same time, like it's still pretty dumb. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to go scream at people on the internet about it. It's been like 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not that concerned. No. Turns out Spider-Man's still a profitable character. I mean, he's still, yeah, clearly three point some odd million dollars. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> and the one more day year that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. That's one more day. I Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's one more thing. I've, it's one more thing for the show I've read I wish I didn't had. I wish I didn't had. Didn't had. All right, we're gonna move on from there to letters to the editors. Lot of questions. Number one, damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you want to ask your own questions, did you know you can do that? Oh, can you really now? Yeah, it actually turns out the section that's entirely based on people asking us questions requires them to ask us questions. Yeah, generally. Yeah, they can do that by emailing us at. Editors note comics at gmail.com. Do you really almost forget the website? Uh, that's gmail? a new, that's <laughs> email. I didn't forget the website. That's www.editorsnotecomics.com. Mm, it's true, it is. Uh, by the way, we're, the bag is um, empty. It needs a little bit of a. Remember the, time we had, remember the time we had enough questions to do a whole mailbag show? A couple times. Yeah. It would be fun to get one of those again. We'll save that for 300. Oh, how far are we from 300? 20 or so. Oh, damn. So sometime early next year. You know what we're going to do for episode 300? A mailbag? 300. Oh. Can't help it. No, you can't. <laughs> the book or the movie? Probably the book. Okay. It's upstairs. We'll fight in the shade. Be- Alan Moore. Or maybe we'll do it for... No, that's Frank Miller. Oh, Frank Miller. Maybe it'll be funnier if we do that for episode 301. Uh, <laughs> it might be. So we don't get our we don't get our yearly, yearly salute to Glycon worshippers everywhere? All right. Questions. Questions that you ask. Send us more questions. Please send us more questions. All right. Don't need these anymore. Get out of here, notes. Okay. In comics, who have... Well, the question was, who has the worst superhero names? But I could mostly think of villains. So I'm going to change it. Plant Man. To who has the silliest comic book names. Still Plant Man. Plant Man. I feel like a lot of the just weird Batman villains that pop up. That's true. A lot of them were the ones I was thinking of. Yeah. Crazy Quilt. Calendar Man. The Questioner. I don't know if that is one. Condiment King. Calendar Man. I just said that. Oh, yeah. That's true. The Wizard. Who is a Marvel speedster who's got a transfer of mongoose blood. Paste pot Pete. Seriously, the wizard. Dresses in a yellow costume. Yeah, he goes real fast. Yeah. I had a wizard the other day that was good. Great. I think there's a Spider-Man villain called Big Wheel. I never had a big wheel as a kid. <laughs> no, I think it's just a guy who rides around in a big wheel. Oh, wow. I might be getting the name wrong, but it's close to that. Because he just rides a big wheel. Yeah, it's mostly old Batman villains, to be honest. Yeah, there's some real weird dudes in that batman's row gallery yeah even the one like Cap- super pro <laughs> super pro yeah captain boomerang what are you a captain of the boomerang coming and going <laughs> going and coming and uh what part of the military is that space force oh good that's what captain boomerang is a part of yeah i mean that's space you go to space and you come back like well, you're supposed to come back you should come back it's kind of like a boomerang the serpent society <laughs> Wow. Glycon people? No. Oh, okay. Those are mostly Captain America villains. Ah, all right. The Wrecking Crew. That's kind of cool. I like that. The Wrecking Crew sounds like a bunch of badasses. They're not. 
What about Alpha Flight? Yeah. What's up with that? They're Canadian, aren't they? Yes, they are. Uh-oh. Did I get that right? Alpha Flight? Yes, you did. Hey, Ross, how you doing? They like to go to Timmy Ho-Ho's. Hey, what's wrong with Tim Hortons? Mm. I mean, it's no Dunkin' Donuts, but... <laughs> what a New England thing to say. Well, Tim Hortons, eh? Go to Timmy Ho's, eh? And then there's ones where like the name is so intimidating, but the design doesn't match it. I'll go with one of my favorite Jack Kirby characters, Death the Black Racer, and it's just a guy who flies on skis. Oh, it's it's intimidating. It's <laughs> scary it's, name, guy on flying skis. Hey, he's 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 got a brand. He's trying to not live up to it apparently by appearance, but it's like it's like Sun Tzu. Like half the you know every battle's fought was one before it's fought. Like he's got you thinking about it. And then there's of course the obvious silly ones of like teenage mutant ninja turtles oh uh, that's i mean we've gotten used to still it pretty badass silly name silly comic book villains let's see what kite man kite man of course the hell, walrus hell yeah killer moth yeah cod piece how did we forget about cod piece i don't know who that is <laughs> it's that man right there what that has to be a oh it was in doom patrol that makes sense <laughs> it's a man with a giant cod piece that shoots out a laser the the bodega bandit the Texas Twister. He's a Texan in a hat who makes tornadoes. The Matador. Bizarro. That's just a silly name. I guess. I kind of like it, though. Let's see. Other. The Living Eraser. Oh, yeah. The Kangaroo. Of course. Of course. Asbestos <laughs> Lady. I don't know that one. Egghead. Egg. Yeah. Didn't we do Egghead at one point? I don't know if we've ever done Egghead. Played by Vincent Price in the Batman TV series. Excellent. Typeface. Oh, look. There's a picture of Big Wheel. Oh, you found Big Wheel. Yeah. He was real all along. Batrock the Leper? Batrock the Leper. Oh. He's French. Oh, okay. Camistro? I have no idea. Conclusion. What is he in? Oh, Spider-Man well, figures. I feel like you've done enough of a dive down there. There we go. Let me see if there's any more on this last. Oh, Sportsmaster. That's a real guy. Teen Abomination, otherwise known as my dating life when I was younger. The Rainbow Raider. Ultimately, I'm giving it to Crazy Quilt. <gasps> Crazy Quilt. Mr. Mixplicit? Mr. Mixes Pitalik. Oh, that, whatever. Yes. To make him go away, he has to say his name backwards. Polka Dot Man? Yep. Yeah, Condiment King is number one on this. Pacepot Pete was on a lot of these lists, it looks like, too. Condiment King was intended to be silly, though. Like, a lot of these other guys were, like, at the time, it's like, this is just the style of book we're doing. Arm Fall Off Boy. Yeah. That was a real, real thing. Yeah, we just saw him in Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Fillion. There's a lady stilt, uh man still man incredible matter eater lad he just eats matter the legion of super pets super horse streaky the cat crypto the dog super monkey they all existed all right we're done all right if you enjoyed the show you can come up with your own so you turned to the internet well that's because i don't know as many as you do and there's some real winners in there i'll tell you what anyway if you enjoyed the show go to editorsnotecomics.com uh, and check out all kinds of stuff there. Plus, you can also support all us. All kinds of stuff. It's just links to things. Really. Yeah, I screwed up because I meant to say patreon.com slash editors note comics. If you like the show, support us. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Oh, and man, if you do. That means I have to edit right now. Yeah, good for you, huh? I can go home and have a snack and go to bed. Uh, let's see what else. Plus, you can interact with Zach on the social media, mostly Twitter, I'd at editors note comics. Exclusively. Yeah, okay, well, I was trying to build you up. And you're on Twitter as well. At Junior Rich. Especially now that football's back, Damn I assume straight. you're saying things. I didn't say that much during the game the other day. Probably because I was... I was Watching uh, it? Yes. Hazily watching it, but watching it. <laughs> you have yourself a morning? Yeah. Yeah, I may have. All right. I, I'm, I'm allowed to imbibe. There you go. The golf course got to me, Zach. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So I did the best thing I knew how to do at the golf course. 
Throw a temper tantrum? Second best thing. I'm Actually, no, I didn't throw any temper tantrums at the golf course. This time. This time. What did you hear about my, my one of my later my latest ones? I I don't know how many you've had. Oh, are you just assuming that I throw temper tantrums? No, I heard about one. Oh, the least. one where, where I threw a five iron? Yeah, that one. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I was, you know what? I was being needled into it all day long, and I just hit a snapping point. <laughs> did I tell you that story? Or did Mike tell you that story? Mike. Oh, that asshole. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. How dare he tell embarrassing things about me? Well, yeah, it's your job. You should be mad. It's gimmick infringement. He's stealing your brand. <laughs> we will be back next week. I think I know what we're doing. I got an idea. Throwing a five iron down the fairway? No. No. I haven't hit the five iron since then. I think the five iron and I need to get reacquainted with each other. I'll take it out to dinner. See what happens. Nothing usually. We'll be back next week. Uh, more comics. Definitely more comics. All right. That's what we do on this program here. This it is. Ricky Little Ship. Write us questions. And we'll answer them. Yeah. But I think more eternal stuff next week. All right. If I had to guess, but that is subject to change. All right. We're at the whims of a madman on this show. All right. This is. This is goodbye for real. It's dragging out. We'll see you next week. Bye.